you have found yourself on Locked On Bulls. And on today's episode, we'll be breaking down the Chicago Chicago Bulls' much-needed win over the Toronto Raptors, how Patrick Williams looked upon his first return, and we'll be answering, what the hell is going on with Lonzo Ball? All that and more on today's Locked On Bulls. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen. Uh, Locked On Bulls, a member of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm CEO Hayes. That's Pat the Designer. Listen, we got a win. We got a dub to talk about. While the people were in the comments blaming us for the Bulls losses, which is crazy, <laughs> we got we got a dub to talk about as our first time as being the host of Locked On Bulls. Pat, how did you've been really, really damn near depressed, bro? I have been too. How does it feel to see the team finally get a win again, bro? It's not our first dub, didn't it? We versus Cleveland when we was on this one. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's not you're, our first right. dub. That when he said that, that's what I was tripping about. I was like, our first dub. Don't disrespect <laughs> us like that. No. Listen, it felt good to see the Bulls get a win, man. It, it felt good to see the Bulls get a win in a defensive effort. Um, Definitely. And, and I was excited to see my team come on top, man. I was excited to see my team finally after a a – another losing streak find a way to beat a team that is a playoff caliber team now granted they're kind of at the same level as you but still a playoff caliber team and a, and and when you get the job done man that's all that matters and that and that job get the job done is exactly what the chicago bulls did today uh they had a a they went into the end of the first half down by one point and yeah. at that point in time they had missed half of their free throws, which is very weird of the Chicago Bulls. And then they shot the ball from three-point horribly in that first half. So there was enough things that the Bulls did in that in that first half that you could see, hey, the Bulls can definitely get this win here if they if they tighten up some things. They yeah. came into the second half with a great def- defensive effort, shooting the ball a little bit better. Zach Levine had a huge third quarter, um, and they, they just did the things that were necessary to win this game against a team that – it seemed like at one point that they had so many more offensive rebounds than us. We ended up tying that offensive rebounding battle. But yeah. with that being said, like the Toronto Raptors length absolutely were bothering the Bulls in that first half and throughout the game, right? I don't want to make it seem like it was only the first half. It was yeah. bothering them throughout the game, but they did enough things. And the one thing that I've always been saying about this team, they have enough offense to score with anybody. They need that defense to kick in in key moments and get key rebounds to really, A, hold teams when they try to go on a momentum. Uh, it was a game of runs in that first half. We saw in the yeah. second half the Bulls got out to a big lead, an 18-30 to 30, uh, third quarter in favor of the Bulls, which we haven't seen a lot of favorable third quarters for the Bulls this season. <laughs> and then when yeah. the Toronto Raptors went on a mini run to seem like to try to take that lead back or, or get it down, the Bulls responded with the de- a defensive effort that held them off. And it was just a good win to see from the Chicago Bulls in this in this manner. I, I think the thing you got to look at, right, is the is the adjustments that Billy made. You put somebody you had you had to wait for Caruso to kind of get himself mm-hmm. back into shape so that he can come out and do what you what you needed him to do, right? And so Definitely. now you see him kind of get into the starting lineup. The thing that got me most excited about watching this team tonight was not Caruso in the starting lineup, but the effect that it had on the bench. 
Mm. Oh, Io DeSumo going back on to that bench. Now, Kobe White didn't have a great shooting night, but, dog, I'm telling y'all, if Kobe's knocking down that shot, I love the chemistry of Io DeSumo and Kobe. And, of course, you saw P. Will come off of the bench, give you some good minutes there. But just showing the depth of this team, showing how deep this team can go, showing how strong this team can compete when they're when – they're, they have more options there. And, and listen, I, I understand, like, right, this is a Toronto team that's that's a little bit worse than you. You can't say, like, th mm -hmm. this is a game we should have won. This is an easy dub. This is a Toronto team that has been in some games versus some teams that have beat you. So it's a good win that the Bulls had. But, but it's like you said, you know, like, I looked at kind of how we got down at the half, kind of how mm -hmm. the Bulls were shooting, how they were shooting. And you still have to have that thought, right? At least I did, like, Hey, if this is a better team, we might be taking an L yeah. in this situation. You know what I'm saying? Like we were at one point shooting four for uh, uh, seventeen from the three point line. And they were shooting four for fifteen. You know what That's I'm saying? True. Like if this is a better team, we might be in a, in a completely different situation. But I do like how the Bulls responded. I like how they got themselves back into the game, and I like how they fought their way into a position where. Now you're in control of the game. You're not trying to take control of the game. And that's mm -hmm. a position we haven't seen the Bulls in. I mean, honestly, what are we, three and nine now? Or three and three and six in our last uh, – man, math is bad right now. It's late. In right? our last no, – three and seven in our last ten. Yeah. Three and seven in their last ten games. You know what I'm saying? So we in those seven games, we didn't see the Bulls take control of that. In Cleveland, yeah. we saw the Bulls take control. Tonight, we saw the Bulls take control. And when they got control, I'll say this, right? And and let me know if you agree as well. When the Bulls got control, I will say this is the first time in a long time where they didn't give it back. I said that as well on my stream. This is the, uh, in a very long time, which the Bulls held on to lead to the point to where we saw Zach and DeMar get to sit early in the fourth quarter. And that, you know, I... I say that and some people think that I'm over exaggerating it, but just getting DeMar down from averaging 38 minutes to averaging 35 minutes yes. saves that man a lot of travel on that knee. And especially when you're talking about Zach Levine, who's also having knee trouble, being able to hold on to leads plays a very big part in rest and having this team be 100% heading yeah. into the playoffs as well. Do you feel like, now I get 38 to 34, do you feel like they played too many minutes knowing that you got to, Turn this month right back around and take on Milwaukee tomorrow. I would say this. I would have taken them out a little bit earlier, but I can understand why Billy Donovan didn't, considering that the Raptors did go on another mini run. Now, we were able to come fight right back, but maybe Billy Donovan wanted to see, hey, let's see if we actually can keep them from getting another run. And then once that was all locked in and they got past the minutes, like, all right, they're, they're definitely not coming back. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I would have – you you if the Bulls didn't give up that mini run early in the fourth, I do think we would have seen Zach and Demar probably sit about three minutes into the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. I I feel like I think this is the thing, right? And it, it, the reason I brought it up is because shout out to Marv Marv over on our on the Windy City Breeze called in and and he was talking about kind of he felt that the team played a little uh, played Zach and Demar a little bit too much. Okay. You can't prepare for the wins that. You don't know if you're gonna get, yeah. If you don't get the win tonight, and the reason I say that is, I I think about like the O three Cubs saving. It was like O three, O four, whatever it was. The Cubs, Cubs, Cubs. Anyway, uh, but uh, when when they were saving Carlos Zambrano for a game seven that they never got to. Mm. When you're okay. trying to save these guys, and I get the strategicness of it, I get resting guys, I get sitting guys, but when you're saving these guys for a game that you might not win, 
even if they're at their best, I'd rather take the win in the bag. Yeah, it's a win versus the Raptors. That's still a playoff team. You can go into tomorrow, and they could all play terrible because they're tired. It's the second of a back-to-back. But you know what? You won tonight. And if you don't win tonight because you feel like you want to rest these guys and you go into tomorrow and they're rested and they play the best they can and Milwaukee's just a better team because they're the flipping NBA champions, <laughs> then now you're in a position where now you've not only lost a game that you had in hand, you've lost another game back-to-back. And now we're talking about five straight losses. We're talking about our second five-game losing streak. In, in a span of 12 days, you know what I'm saying? Like that that's that's where you want to to me play the players that are there and readily available to go. And so to me the fact that the Bulls got this win no matter what it took, no matter how much those guys played, you got to mm-hmm. get the wins that are in front of you right now. The, the playoffs are too close. Definitely. Before we uh we we go into our first uh sponsor for today's episode, Alex Caruso, the one change that we did see in this game, well, one of many, Alex Caruso was uh in the starting lineup instead of Io DeSumo. Now you touched on the briefly on the Io side of things. Yeah. What how do you think Caruso starting out there with Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, how that changed the dynamic of this game? Experience, bro. Experience. Like, like we we can't undersell. The fact that Alex Caruso is an NBA champion that absolutely played in the finals and played well, that absolutely yeah. played in those rounds leading up to the finals and played well, that was replacing, who was that, Danny Green on that team? Like, mm-hmm. that means a lot when you're talking about the players on the floor. You had to let him, uh, uh, um, you know, ramp his way back up. You had to let him, you know, kind of get his win back together. But not, to me, the thing is about how can you keep this going? You know, I like I like Caruso in there. Is this the key that keeps this going? We saw the jump that P. Will gave or that Caruso gave us in the Cleveland game. And all of a sudden we come out of that with a dub. Then now we see a jump with P. Will coming into this game. Can you keep that going or are we going to see something similar where, yeah, you got that joke and then you got beat for four or five games? There, there you go. There you go. And so we're going to get into P. Will in his first game in his return. But first, got to talk to you guys about Bet Online. Now, March Madness, I'm not I'm not saying the college tournament. It's March Madness. It's in full swing. I've been watching basketball all day for like a week straight at this point. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Women's and men's college basketball. So if you want to bet on that, Bet Online is the place you want to go. So from all your latest, uh, latest odds totals to player performance props to where the next flyer coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about all the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, let's go ahead and move in. Oh, first, wait, I got another one I got to get you guys. I was going to say, you're moving a little bit. Exactly. Athletic Greens. we got to talk to you guys about Athletic Greens, too. So uh, if I told you that you can replace your multivitamin, you can replace everything with uh, one one scoop of Athletic Greens, get you 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens. Listen, I've been I've been plugging Athletic Greens for about a week now. I still don't know what the hell adaptogens are, but nonetheless, they help you with your body. (laughs) If you want to start your day right with a blend of ingredients that support your gut health, nervous system and your immune system, energy and recovery. All these things are done by Athletic Greens. Replace your morning cup of coffee with Athletic Greens and it's going to make your day 
easier. So what Athletic Greens has for you is that you can get a free one-year supply of the immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NBA Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NBA Network to take advantage over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Bam. That's how you do an ad read. But let's go ahead and move forward. (laughs) Patrick Williams' first game back. I got takes on it, but I want to hear from you first, Pat. What 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 letter grade are you giving Patrick Williams in his return? Um, I give him I give him a let's go B. Let's go with a B. Um nothing crazy. You know what I'm saying? We didn't see anything that that you know we're like oh snap like he came back in and he absolutely is the key to the chicago bull successes how could mm-hmm. this not be but he is a cog in the machine that is very important like i said earlier with patrick williams and and early in the season when i was when pat will first went out i was like you're gonna see a drop off in vooch because p will does so much stuff to people before they get to vooch that without him in there, now Vooch just has to take the full force of somebody coming at him and 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 going to work on him and Ding up and stuff like that. Yeah. I think you saw this team. Listen, I, I saw it a couple of times. The pick and roll, they couldn't make those passes. They wanted Siakam to Birch all night, and they tried it early, and they had to switch what they were doing because every time he came off of the screen, he's going on the drive, driving in. Now, this is why P. Will and Vooch are in the game. If I make that pass, there's a seven-foot-long arm out there that's waiting to grab that mug as I throw it through. Absolutely. The On the defensive side of things, Patrick Williams makes such a difference on just the little things, the, the things we saw. I wasn't even excited by, like, the big plays. Like, the steal in the lay was crazy. Shout out to him. Reverse lay. Not sure why you reversed it. Just two-hand that man. You're strong. But <laughs> to me, the, the play that, that – epitomized P. Will the most was, I think it was uh, Van Vliet coming through the middle, blowing past everybody, and all of a sudden you just see Vooch disrupt the shot. But when they slow it down and you see the replay, you see P. Will's hand come out of nowhere, knock the ball out of Van Vliet's hand. It's the little stuff like that that changes what this team can do defensively. And so I give him a B. I like the I like what he brought. I like that at a minimum didn't knock down the shots, but seeing P Will take the shots is an improvement. Did you did you like the aggressiveness that we saw from P Will in what sixteen minutes? That's uh, exactly exactly where I was going to go in my time. Seeing P Will take shots confidently, right? We'll worry about if he starts knocking them down as he starts working himself, but taking those shots confidently. Yeah. Were, were were big for me because P. Will in this game, what he took eight or nine shots in 19 yeah, minutes. Yeah. We've seen Patrick Williams play 30 uh minutes and taking five shots. So, you know, yeah. with that being said, um, it was good to see. And it when he hit that corner three, the fact that the audience went crazy, like he had a game winner in the playoffs, was everything that I needed to see. That corner yeah. three is going to be open for him a lot. Now, he was one for three for three partners in this game. If he can tighten that up, I've always said this if Patrick Williams can hit 40% of his threes. And I know that let's let's say, let's be more reasonable. Let's say 36% of his threes. Yeah. It's going to open up a completely different wrinkle for this Bulls offense. On top of that, if he takes the even the mid-range shots that he was doing, yes, that does. But let's not focus on offense because as we know, that's not what P. Will is here for right now. They want to see his offense develop, but that's not necessarily the biggest thing about Patrick Williams' game. What he did 
on point of attack offense, as well as, you know, you've mentioned it, stopping people from getting to boost. There were times where on the penetration, just him putting his body in front of people, bumping them a little bit, threw off their shot, kept them from getting the shot off, forced yeah. them to make another pass. Those are the type of things that don't show up in the stat sheet. Those are the type of intangibles that Patrick Williams brings to the defensive end. And those are the, those are the things that are going to make this team, whether he's on the bench or in the starting lineup, be so much more dangerous than what they were defensively. They, they're missing things like that. They haven't really had a player that does those type of things since Lonzo Ball went down because Lonzo also does that on a different scale as well as those type of things, those small things, as well as Lonzo's a great one-on-one ball defender as well. So having Patrick Williams back out there is huge. Now, the question I'm going to throw back to you on this one. I'm, I said on my, on my show, on Chicago Bulls Central, I think this whole week they're going to use as a tune-up week for for uh, Patrick Williams. He's going to be back in the starting lineup when we face New York next Monday. Yeah. Do you do you agree with that path? Do you think he gets in the starting lineup before then? I don't think tomorrow is way out of the question because it's a back-to-back. He's just returning from injury. How soon do you think Patrick Williams returns to that starting lineup? I don't know if you'll see him in the starting lineup, but I think you'll see him a ton tomorrow because, okay. I mean, listen, I you clearly weren't worried about in his his – ability to take the physical brunt because mm-hmm. I watched Pascal Siakam try his hardest to push Patrick Williams out of the way and P. Will was not moving. Um, whether we like it or not, you've got Giannis Antetokounmpo in the building tomorrow and P. Will is a much stronger player, has better length, has better footwork than a Tristan Thompson um, and and just has the ability with the youth, Not no, no slight to Tristan, but just with being, was he, 20? Yeah. <laughs> like, just with being 20, like, hey, mm-hmm. kid, you're not supposed to be back yet. Your body bounces back a lot different than the 30-year-old over there. Listen, hey, I'm, I'm not 30 yet, but I hear on the other side of 30, stuff just start cracking that you're not ready for it to crack. So I'm not trying. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. trying to get yeah. that. So, <laughs> so I'm looking at P. Will as, hey, listen, we need you to go out there and take a repeated beating from Giannis and see if you can slow him down. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's outside the realm of possibility. Whether he gets in the starting lineup or not, I don't really care. Like, I, I've seen Alex Caruso not get in the starting lineup and play more minutes than half the people on the floor. So, like, the biggest thing to me that you have to do with P. Will is just monitor, to me, his pain tolerance. And I mm-hmm. think if he can monitor that, if he can play well, if he can play through it, he didn't look to me like he was winded. He didn't look to me like he was struggling to make plays. Now, granted, didn't play a ton of minutes tonight. Mm-hmm. Um Versus a Giannis, you'd probably see him play, I don't know, 20, 24 to 25 minutes more yeah. than likely. Um, but even with that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think you lose the defensive presence if you swap him with Javante off the bench either. On the flip side, like, yeah, I, I don't have Javante Green in the starting lineup. Now I have him coming off of the bench. Guess what? That's the Javante Green with more legs, with with more energy, with more rest, than, and he can do more for you in that situation. So I think the Bulls are, are uh, um, in a good spot heading into this next one. I think you could see P. Will play a lot. But starting lineup-wise, maybe the Knicks game. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. just let him get that rhythm up. I, I don't know if he's really winded. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we he's been ramping up for a few weeks now. Yeah. So that that's the that's the real thing to kind of pay attention with. I I think that if the Bulls can if the Bulls can get him, I mean, today is a great test to start. 
The, the real test is tomorrow versus Milwaukee versus Giannis. If you can see some good things from him versus Giannis and see the team feed well off of him, Caruso, and I'm going to be real with you, expect a heavy dose of Derrick Jones tomorrow. Didn't play any minutes tonight. And that may be why. Like I, I've always said that, you know, as many – People worry about what the Bulls' rotation with guard-wise was going to be when all their guards were healthy. The yeah. big rotation with with the with the Derrick Jones Jr., Javante Green, uh, Patrick Williams, Tristan Thompson, how they work those minutes out are going to be interesting. But don't forget, Derrick Jones Jr., especially being as thin-framed as he is, did some really good work on Giannis, right? Nobody can stop Giannis. But he did some really good work on Giannis the last time we played. Add in having Patrick Williams on him as well. I'm not saying that they're going to stop him from getting his 25-30, but it's, it may be a difficult 25-30 for Giannis Antetokounmpo tomorrow. Hey, listen, you, nobody stops anybody from getting 25-30 no more. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, that, that is a long-forgotten thing in the NBA. Like, it's like, is it a hard 30 or is it a soft? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like did, he get, yeah. did he get a Kyrie 50 or was it yeah. a tough 30? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's very different things, man. Also, um, Chris Middleton being out for tomorrow, it's going to be interesting. That, that makes a dick kind of. I don't know. It depends well, on which Chris Middleton. Remember, shows. well, you either get Chris half, Middleton or you get Chris Mid Old Ten. Both times we faced the Bucks, I think Chris Middleton in the second half killed the Bucks. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. can he we'll can definitely ahead. get to you, man. Uh, before we get to Lonzo's limitations, unfortunately, we got to talk to y'all about. RockAuto.com, and this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the increasing numbers and makes and miles, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts stores to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questions like, is your Odyssey a LX or an EX? And wait for the person behind the counter who normally has no clue what they're doing uh, to order the parts on the computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry when you can have computer access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Listen, at rockauto.com, you could save time and money. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for some parts from a chain store or car dealership? Listen, the, the Honda Odyssey right now, like, like here's an example. Honda Odyssey fuel pump right now, 353 from a chain store. From rockauto.com, 216. So y'all know what it is. Get on rockauto.com. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore the easy way to use their website today to find solutions to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. <laughs> all right. I don't know Tradition if y'all Hey, I don't know if y'all can tell. I broke my chair in the last game because I was just why so low? down so much. I'm slowly <laughs> sinking a little bit every time. I was People going to go back something. in the episode and rewatch now, but I'm slowly sinking through that whole read. That's what threw me off. There's this. There's these uh, rings you can get on uh, Am on Amazon where you throw it around the bar and it'll keep it from sinking. I'll send you the link after we're done. Oh man, send me that. Good lord, <laughs> I need that. Yo. I got three chairs in here. They all did the same thing. Don't worry about it. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. So we got some news on Lonzo Ball. Uh, his body did not respond run well to running. Um, so they're shutting him down basically for ten days. Uh, yep. which which really puts him out with for most of the Bulls games, a big chunk of the Bulls next few games now. I've I have speculated that 
the Bulls are probably preparing to just not have Lonzo Ball for the playoffs, at least the first round. Now, hopefully, I'm wrong with that. We could very, it could very well be he spends ten days uh, being off. He comes back, his body responds very well. They clear him for contact. Yeah. A couple of days after that, he's back. So let, let me be, you know, clear in that. I'm just saying my expectation and what I'm starting to think is that we're not going to see Lonzo Ball back by the playoffs. But what, what do you, what do you think, Pat? I think you're right, and I think that's why we saw Alice Caruso in the starting lineup tonight. Um, I think the Bulls are preparing themselves for, hey, we need a, a – I mean, Alice Caruso is kind of a two, kind of a point, whatever. He's really a utility knife. But I think the reason that you see him in the starting lineup tonight is because you don't want to go into your playoffs. As much as you love what Isles bring to the team, you don't want to go into the playoffs with a rookie at your starting point guard position. You couldn't just throw him back out there because he was winded. Now tonight you get a – as much as you don't, you don't want to disrespect him, you get an easier game where you can, hey, go out there, run the point, do what you do, kind of work some new things in, and mm-hmm. – the Bulls are able to I, – I think Caruso is going to be their starting point guard probably for most of the first round, depending on how long a series like that might go. Um, and hopefully we come out on the winning side of that series, which I think the Bulls will, and you get Lonzo back for that second round. But even then, I mean, would you say – I mean, we're talking about Lonzo to the point where they've said they're not even like, – like he got to a point and they don't want to ramp him up anymore. So it sounds like he's not moving in the other direction. But every time they tried to push him, right, because Caruso pushed himself. He told you on the J.J. Reddick podcast he's not 100% healthy. He pushed himself to get back here. When they try to push Lonzo that same way, it doesn't – he doesn't respond well. So do you feel like even, like, if you get him back that you throw Lonzo into the starting lineup if he comes back 75 80% healthy? No. No, and like you said, that may be very well why we're seeing Alex Russo in the starting lineup right now. Yeah. Um, I I don't think that even when Lonzo does return that he's going to go right back into the starting lineup. I think that he may be, even if he does come back for the playoffs, that he may very well be on a minutes restriction uh, to kind of, because again, as I've been saying so long on my channel, this is not the last season. So they don't, you, 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 you don't want to put everything in on here and risk any ter- type of long-term thing. Um, so, you know, it is what it is there. Uh, I, at the end of the day, it's all about Lonzo getting back healthy because it's about the next three seasons after this that we still have him under contract. But but with that being said, I think that Bulls fans need to also prepare themselves. When you look at the way Billy Donovan's been talking, and I, I, I worded it this way, B- Billy Donovan is being very honest. And even last yeah. week where he kind of set the standard like, hey, Hey, something's going on with Lonzo. It's like he's yeah, like, listen, yeah. let me let me say this in the in the way that I can be as honest as possible, but that's going to keep AK and Eversley from waiting at my office for me when I get off this this uh this press conference. Ask me why the hell did I say that Lonzo Ball isn't coming back? So um, I'm, I'm taking my cues from that, but like by everything that's been said, especially when it's knees, especially considering the fact that Lonzo had the same surgery earlier in the season the last time he had it and missed the rest of the season that year yeah. it's it, everything all the signs the tea leaves are pointing to Lonzo Ball not making a return maybe at all this season and for Bulls fans let me let me just let me temper you if anybody's upset by that it's okay if that happens it's perfectly fine you want him to get back healthy but I just want you guys to be prepared that that may be the case but I hope I'm wrong I, I it, same thing dog like I just feel like we get to the point where, and I feel like Caruso's that kind of guy, right? Like Caruso's that kind of player where he's like, what do I need to do to get back on the court right now? Yeah. Because 
he's got that, I guess we can call it that Chicago blue collar grinded out kind of mentality. Hey, listen, I'll play hurt for my city. I'll, I'll come through. I, I'll do what I got to do. Lonzo, I think, is a different kind of player, especially because his game is a different kind of game, right? We're like, mm-hmm. with Caruso, okay, Caruso's missing some wide open threes. It's a little annoying. But I don't expect Caruso to come out and give me 15 plus points a game. I expect yeah. Caruso to come out and give me lockdown defense and make life harder for the guy on the other side. I mm-hmm. need Lonzo to be able to shoot. I need Lonzo to be able to run. I need Lonzo to be able to cut because that's how he play makes. That's how he scores. That's how he facilitates the ball. He does a lot with his athleticism. And so, like, the knee being a completely different thing in itself anyway. But to me, mm-hmm. the biggest thing that the Bulls can do for Lonzo is essentially keep him until you feel like you can move forward with him on the sidelines. I know it sucks, Bulls fans. I know it's not what we want to see. I know it's not what we want to hear. But if you don't, you could be talking about, I mean, Lonzo's what, 25? Yeah, 20, 20, 20, 20, 25? You could be talking about damaging yeah. a player for the duration of his contract. And I'm not coming in this with the mindset of, oh, well, we got Al DeSumo, so that makes him expendable. No, I'm coming in with the mindset of the best team we can have is with Lonzo Ball and Ayo DeSumo on the floor. And so I want to make sure he's 100% healthy so that we're not when when Ayo comes in the next season and he's ready to go out there and get some dubs, guess what? Lonzo's got his back. Yeah. Yeah, that's that and that's what that's that's it. That's the reasonable way to look at it. I yep. know some Bulls fans are going to be really disappointed by this news, by Lonzo not coming back, but listen, at the end of the day, you want the player to be healthy. And um all those things that come into the season of why he's the perfect backcourt mate next to uh Zach Levine all still hold very very much true. Um but you know, I mean, unfortunately, this is he got hurt. But the good thing is, is that the long term prognosis for it is better because he was able to get it reattached. If he got the if he got it removed, the MCL removed, he'd be back by now. But that's yeah. that's more long damaged him long term. Yeah. But because of that, sure, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's a, it's a good long term prognosis, especially because Lonzo Ball is going to be here for a long time. And yeah. so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see what goes on with that, man. But uh, that's it. You got you got anything left? Anything pressing from the game that you want to talk about? We didn't touch on at all very very, very much about the Milwaukee game tomorrow, but uh we already know how tough of a matchup that's gonna be. We gotta yeah. hold on to our butts and say some prayers before that game. But you know, <laughs> what, it is. You know what? We played, we played Milwaukee well, and we've got a lot of defenders back that yeah. can make this team th- that can make this a deep enough game. When when we play Milwaukee, first off, the refs be like, Nope, not calling nothing. Second off, it's a defensive juggernaut of a game. And third off, like, nobody's scoring anyway. Like, Giannis might get busy, but, like, other than that, it's just like, hey, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. You're going to punch me in the mouth. We're going to look each other in the eye while we do it. Let's see who's (laughs) going to come away with the win. One of them old school boxing fights, you know what I'm saying? Well, they would just say, so dumb. By the way, so dumb. Just stand there and just punch each other in the face while looking each other dead in the eye. Like, (laughs) and got the nerve to be mad at Floyd Mayweather. Like, why would you do that? Why would you? Because it hurt. <laughs> that is, that is oh, a fact. Man, like, I'm good, man. JV live for the first time, man. My chair was sinking, but that's okay because the show is not. Definitely, definitely. J. Hey, listen, 
JV holds it down. That's all I got to say with that. Uh, but that is it from us for today, guys. Thank you for those who are joining live. I know we didn't get into any comments on this one. Maybe when we do another live, we didn't have we have a lot to talk about. Uh, we we can get into some comments. We'll we'll try to work this in a little bit more often, maybe especially in the off season too, where we yeah. want some interaction live too when we don't have as much content as far as from the bulls and games themselves. But yeah. Pat, give them your social media, man. Let's get up out of here. Hey, man, y'all follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. That's P-A-T-T-H-E-D-E-S-I-G-N-E-R. Yes, we did go to school. We don't need the D-A in the middle of that. Follow me on everything at that. And then follow us on Locked on Bulls at on all social media. Well, hey, listen, I talk trash about going to school and then use horrible grammar to finish that out. Don't worry about it. Follow us at Locked on Bulls on everything, man. Give me your socials, bro. <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. And you can catch us tomorrow on a fresh episode of Locked on Bulls where we're going to be breaking down the Milwaukee Bucks game and pray for us pray that Pat doesn't throw another table and that I have my hat intact by that live stream or that that episode we're out though man we love you guys peace out y'all peace out Chicago <laughs>